Welcome to Women's on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a champion for women in tech and founder of Supermums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. My podcast aims to inspire and support mums to develop a flexible, well-paid, successful career in the tech sector. On the show, we share top tips, insight and inspirational stories from women who've carved out a great career, as well as talk to experts and employees who champion diversity and gender equality. During Series 4, we're helping women to stand out in the crowd. This is really important to create more role models, but also help women get the pay they deserve and to not feel sidelined for just working part-time or flexibly. As women, we need to talk about our achievements and spread the word to bring other women into the tech sector, build the confidence of other women returners and tackle gender equality. This week, I'm delighted to talk to Ben McCarthy, CEO of Salesforce Ben, about how sharing knowledge can be your superpower. One of the special attributes of the Salesforce Ohana is the appetite of people to share knowledge with others, to help them, to contribute and to share their expertise. So during this podcast, we want to share with you the value and approach you can take to sharing your own knowledge and who better person to talk to about this is Ben. Welcome, Ben, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Oh, well, please do introduce yourself for those of you who might not know who you are. <laughs> yeah, sure. So uh, my name is uh, Ben, aka Salesforce Ben. So I've been in the Salesforce ecosystem for coming up to nine years now, which is which is pretty crazy. It's been a, a roller coaster ride. Um, I've I've kind of had a bit of a job hopper really in this space. So I've had kind of a lot of lot of roles. I've worked as an admin, worked for ISVs. I founded a consultancy um, that I left halfway through last year. Uh, but now I'm full time at Salesforce Ben. So uh, for those that don't know Salesforce Ben, we're the largest Salesforce news site in the world. Um, we push out about uh, ten posts a week on various topics from. Um, from kind of career stuff around Salesforce to, to news, new products, um, features and tips. Um, and we've got a lot of marketing content as well. So marketing cloud and part content. Awesome. So many people know you of Salesforce, Ben. Talk to us about why you set up a blog in the first place, given that the topic is like, why do we share knowledge? What sparked the idea of starting Salesforce, Ben? Yeah, I think, I think one, it's, it's just kind of... Um, so, I mean, the, the reason was because when I was a solo admin and I was researching for solutions, there are a lot of solutions out there that might have been on the community or, you know, you could kind of fit together from multiple sources. But there was uh, there was no one place where I could find these solutions where there was a nice tutorial that I could go through. So I thought um, instead of just kind of keeping this knowledge in my head, I would put it down on paper and uh, share it on on the blog. Um, so that's kind of really where it started from. And I, I think um, I'm also the kind of person that take, I like having projects on the go. So, um, you know, I've never created a website before. So creating a website and doing the design around it, there were some pretty wacky designs at the start with a, um, <laughs> a Superman, which I photoshopped my face onto. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun to, to start doing that as well. But the, um, the kind of main reason was around sharing these tutorials to be more easily accessible for, for other professionals out there. No, I love that. I always think of like, I think you're the Superman in the space and we're the supermums in the space, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so brilliant. So you set up the blog, um, totally get where you're coming from in terms of, you know, getting your hands dirty with a blog and with mm. a website and building that up. Um, so why do you love sharing knowledge? I mean, you've kept it going. You've obviously built this whole momentum now where you're doing it full time. Like, why do you love doing it? Why do you think it's important for people to do it in the sector? 
Yeah, I, I, um, I, I can't really remember the, the exact reason why I started doing it. I mean, I, I think it was just because I, I, I wanted to make people's lives easier. Um, you know, I, I, I thought it was one of the first ones. I, one of the first tutorials I did was recurring milestones in Service Cloud. And it took a lot of time to piece together all the different Salesforce articles. But I wrote up quite an easy to understand article um, because, you know, I, I wanted to make it easier for, for other people. Um, so so that, that was kind of one thing. But I, I also think a kind of um, not something that's very talked about when people are kind of sharing, writing blog posts, doing podcasts, anything like this is the reinforced learning that you get. So whenever I was, so when I wrote that first blog post about recurring milestones, I was going through making sure everything was exactly correct because I didn't want to make a mistake and um, go let people go down a rabbit hole of, of something incorrect that I put down. So I really made a lot of effort to ensure that I was putting down everything correctly. So I was researching some more, ensuring that I fully understood the feature and, uh, and then published the blog post. So I think that is a, um, a, a big benefit as well that people can get from sharing knowledge is the reinforced learning. Mm, so true, isn't it? If I write things down, I do remember it. That's how I've revised for all my mm. exams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like all Same the notes. <laughs> and if you write it down, why not share it with people? Um, yeah. It makes absolute sense. And, you know, we always say as Salesforce professionals, Google is your best friend. Mm. And so, you know, if you put knowledge out there and it answers that person's problem within two seconds rather than spending scratching their head for like 10 minutes, like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, you can really help them, um, you know, help fulfill what they need as well so there's lots of ways we can share knowledge and I was really excited to hear about your new book so you've gone from a blog to a book so tell us a bit more about what um, you're sharing in that book yeah, so um, I, I kind of got thrown into the Salesforce consulting world. I joined the consultancy uh, early 2016 um, as a consultant, but I got made, I got um, promoted to the managing director role. Um, it wasn't a very impressive promotion. It was about six months in, and we had uh, two employees in in the UK <laughs> office. Um, but you know, it Amazing. gave me an opportunity to kind of step up, and you know, I really wanted to own that role and, and grow it. Um, and we grew the the uh, London office up to 25 people, two million in revenue, um, which is a really, really cool journey. Um, so my new book is about uh, starting a consultancy, essentially. Um, you know, people such as yourself and me and a lot of other people have gone through this journey, but there's not a lot of content around it. And I speak to a lot of people who want to do a similar thing. Um, I think it's a very logical step for people if they've been a consultant, but, you know, they've, they've got that entrepreneurial itch. Uh, a very logical thing to do is start your own consultancy. You, you might not want to grow it to 100 people and, you know, get BC investment. You might just want to keep it a small thing, um, which is absolutely fine. But there, there's certain nuances to, to um, founding a consultancy, such as the way that you run projects and the, the way that you get leads and your relationship with Salesforce and all this kind of stuff. You know, I don't know about you, Heather, but, you know, I had to kind of learn as I was as going along, you know, make the mistakes correct and, and adjust going forward. Um, so what I've tried to do is kind of condense this all into a book. Um, along with some templates as well. So some statement of work templates some workshop templates that people can use to hopefully kickstart their journey if, they, if they're looking to go down this route. So it uh, should be out at the end of this month. So I'm looking forward to that. Amazing. No, I think, I mean, it, it's so important and such a valuable resource for anybody just understanding what's involved as well. Because I don't mm. think you really appreciate all the different things you need to think about when you are 
growing a consultancy beyond yourself and um you know setting it up so I think anything that can help people understand what it involves you say not make the same mistakes or kind of mitigate Mm. any risks is is amazing so yeah really another great niche (laughs) of sharing your knowledge how long did it take you to write it oh god it was it was like it was a couple of weeks doing it every single day I had some time off in between jobs um and I mean that was just kind of the content and then you've got to go through uh graphic design and it's, it's like an ebook so it's not in print so it's got quite okay. got quite a lot of good uh, diagrams in and, and things like that um but then you know it had to be proofread and i'm doing all the landing pages and stuff on this on the blog at the moment it's taking quite a long time so it's been a bit delayed but yeah i should hopefully be out soon oh amazing that's awesome it's so true isn't it i mean you know that i like writing because it gives you that opportunity to just step away and reflect and think and mm. i wrote some ebooks um a while back and i was out in indonesia and uh, just spent you know yes it was we were traveling for four months so it's kind of like you know not just a pure holiday wow. but you know i for three hours a day i just sat there and wrote and then went for a swim and mm, <laughs> i was like yeah. i really want to go and do that i've got to write my book i've got to <laughs> <laughs> I've got I said my mum's on cloud nine book is going to happen but I need that time to just I need to obviously go and find that island when we're allowed to <laughs> yeah yeah no definitely. I did something similar because it was my time off from work so I was writing in the morning and then yeah going gym doing stuff in the afternoon it's quite nice but it is hard alongside a full-time job you know to find the time to sit down and get out hundreds or thousands of work words in a session so yeah, absolutely. And um, I don't want to daunt any of the listeners. Like, I'm not telling you necessarily to go and write a book. Obviously, it's a great <laughs> thing to do. But start with a blog. Start with the blogs. Yeah, but, um, You know, and, not, and don't, you don't even have to launch your own blog. You know, you could write blog posts for Salesforce Ben, for example, and, and submit mm. some of your articles Definitely. there. Um, but it's really therapeutic. I think, you know, like you say, it's giving back, it's helping people, but it's also reflective. But it, I quite, I like writing. I find it therapeutic to kind of articulate my thoughts and, and think about things. So I thought piece as well as a technical piece is also really useful right mm, definitely um so t- talk to us a little bit about the other ways that you've seen people share knowledge successfully because maybe writing isn't their thing you know what are the other ways that you've seen in the ecosystem that you think other might um, be of interest to other people yeah it's a good question and it's um you know our main outlet is um is blogs but obviously you've got um you know podcasts like this which are fantastic medium seen a lot more podcasts popping up over um the past year with with the pandemic i guess people maybe have more time on their hands and it's a a great medium to to deliver for people um youtube is a big one that's that's um really starting to come into its own in the salesforce space obviously youtube's been around for years but um, i'm seeing an increasing amount of people um you know becoming kind of influencers from youtube and producing really really good quality content um just sharing really anything about salesforce and i think what people tend to do is is which you should always do when you're kind of looking to share content is really define your niche don't go too broad but go go niche um so you know when we started it was kind of um admin tutorials and you've got sfdc 99 who who started with um apex and and things like that and there's so many different niches that you can go into now um you know like such as lightning or, or lightning development or field service lightning or anything like that and you know everyone who is listening i'm sure will have their niche and and something that they feel passionate about um but yeah you've got podcast youtube and something that i've seen increasing um increasing number of people doing is just sharing linkedin statuses 
So sharing, you know, a, 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 a nicely written LinkedIn status of something they've learned this week, um, maybe a learning from a project or something cool they've developed or something like that. Um, and I don't know if LinkedIn status were ever meant to be used for this, but some people are providing tremendous value by just writing LinkedIn statuses, um, you know, being really engaging, giving people advice, tips, links to, to um, links to more resources to skill up on. Um, so that's one of the more innovative ways I've seen. But yeah, I, th I think there's lots of different mediums that you can try depending on um, where your skill set lies. Uh, if you're not, you know, too hot on writing blog posts, which by the way, I'm like, I I'm pretty okay now, I'd say, but I did terrible <laughs> in school with English. And still now, you know, I'm making some amateur mistakes. So, um, you know, do not think you have to, you know, be a professional writer to start blogging. Um, it's something that I've got a lot better at over time. Oh, me too. Me too. But that's why I use Grammarly and, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and quite often I forget to do that sometimes. I otherwise get other people to proofread it. Mm, yeah, <laughs> um, no, I concur with that. I like writing, but yeah, my English can be definitely improved on. <laughs> so what tips would you give for people um, thinking about how they can share their own knowledge? Where would they get started? Yeah, I think you you obviously have to kind of choose a, a medium to get started. I mean, something like uh, LinkedIn articles, I think they're cool. There's a great way to start because you don't need to spin up your own blog and, you know, do the yeah. design and stuff like that. I mean, obviously that's, um, you know, you can make it more personal to you, but something like that or putting up a YouTube video or a video on LinkedIn or just the LinkedIn statuses, start doing that, which which um, which I just talked about. Um, and I think the main thing is just to get started. Um, one of the reasons why I think Salesforce Ben, the company produces really high quality content is because we know exactly what people are interested in. And um, we're approaching 1,500 blog posts on yeah. Salesforce Ben. Um, so we've got a lot of data. We've, 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 we've seen the kind of views and likes and all those kinds of things for what mm. people like. So we can ensure that we're delivering good content. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, people need to do that as well. You need to, you need to, you know, you need to put out that rubbish article. So you, you know, <laughs> you kind of know not to do that again, or, or maybe tweak it in a way that people are, are interested in. But I, I think something that's also very important is um, I think it's very easy to get imposter syndrome when you want to produce content, you know, you, you might want to produce content, but you might kind of have that fear. Well, you know, I don't know what if it's wrong or, you know, people don't like it or stuff like that. But I, I think everyone has something to share. Um, and I think one of the reasons that, Salesforce Ben got quite popular was because I I started it very early on in my career and I knew the early mistakes that I made when I was learning Salesforce you know the common misconceptions about I don't know uh, relationships and Salesforce or automation I'd made a lot of those mistakes so they're all fresh in my mind so mm -hmm. when I was explaining things I could I think I could explain it to a kind of a beginner a lot easier than maybe a Salesforce expert could because they're so far away from that level um, so I think even if you're early on in your career, you still have a lot to offer because if you, you know, let's say you've just got your admin set up, uh, you know, write up an article about how you got it, what you did to revise, because there's a lot of people who are joining the ecosystem, which haven't got their admin set and they want to learn from you. So I think anyone at any level is going to have something to share. And I just think you've got to, got to get that confidence to go out, you know, start doing something. Um, and I'm sure with that first blog post that you write, people are going to thank you. And that's a really nice feeling to be thanked and to know that you've helped someone, which is one of the reasons I think I've been doing it for so long now, because uh, it's such a good feeling to know that you've helped someone. And, you know, we get a lot of messages from people that we've helped. So it kind of spurs us on to keep doing what we're doing.
Yeah, no, I love that. No, really great tips. And um, I say, I think anybody can do it. So not to feel like, you know, you have to have been in the sector for years. Mm, And um, so in terms of like the benefits you can get from it, I mean, I'd love to know, I think people would love to know more about like you, you're an MVP now, like, what does that mean? Like, maybe that might be an aspiration for people. Um, But down to like the simple thank yous as well. Um, You know, I think equally, you know that's just as much as well but talk to us you've just been um you've just been given your mvp status again this year what mm. does that mean is that something people can aspire to yeah definitely so um just to kind of define a, a salesforce mvp it's um it's a recognition given to people in the salesforce community who who um provide kind of outs, outstanding level of contribution to the community so um you know doing blogs hosting user groups presenting at user groups uh, doing videos, you know, all, all these kinds of things. Um, so it's very cool to get get renewed for that. Um, again, I think I've got it for about four or five years now. Mm. Um, and I think some of the benefits we've we've already spoken about, you know, like reinforced learning um, and giving back, and you know, uh, and and getting thanks, you know, are, are all are all massive benefits. But I think uh, one of the one of the biggest ones, and as you kind of move into influencer territory, you know, not influencer territory, but as you create a personal brand around yourself, which people are doing all the time in Salesforce, um, lots of people popping up that are becoming very, very recognized people. Um, And this just has a whole host of benefits on its own. And I think one of the ones that I noticed when I was consulting was a lot of a lot of consulting in any sales job is, is relationship building, uh, you know, trying to get trying to get someone else who you've never met before to trust you with a Salesforce project, which is probably going to cost tens of thousands uh, of, of pounds or dollars. Um, and, you know, there's no kind of guaranteed um, guaranteed output. It's all based on on how uh, how how good your consultant is. Um, and something that I noticed is because a lot of people have heard of Salesforce, Ben, you've kind of built that trust before you even meet them. Uh, and that's something which is really powerful with personal brands. And I think for for people out there who um, uh, don't want to be a consultant, but but maybe just you know want to apply to a, a better role, if you've got a, a personal brand and people have heard of you before, that is a huge. Uh, it makes you stand out from the crowd massively compared to other people. Mm. Um, if you if you've kind of built that trust already, so that that's kind of one of the biggest benefits I think from from sharing content. Yeah, it looks great on your CV as well. And I was saying to um, my consultancy trainees, you know, do some training videos on YouTube because then you can put on your CV, you've done training and just promote them and get people to come to them live. And, you know, people might come and share and then you're delivering training and it's all stuff that you can add onto your CV um, and share back with people. So, you know, we have the power, right? (laughs) We have the power to share, to learn, to add value. Um, I'm going to give you some homework. I realized um, what I what sprung to me, you said, looking at your website like you understand what people are interested in and what they're talking about so I think what would be really great then um, is to know what topics people are interested in because then that might spark and like oh I can talk about that mm. have you got some ideas now off the top of your head or is that something you could do a blog around <laughs> yeah um so I would say Tutorials are always really popular. Um, they are a bit niche. Like you kind of have to do quite good. Um, you have to find out what people are searching on Google in order in order to kind of position them correctly. Because, like, let's say you create a blog post called "How to Implement." I don't know, like live chat and on Service Cloud or something like that. If you share that on LinkedIn, it's 
probably not going to apply to that many people. Um, but if you get it SEO'd and, and that kind of stuff, or, or you're maybe sharing it to people on the success community who are asking that question, that can be really effective. Um, tutorials are always great for, for, um, for complex features on Salesforce. Um, career stuff is always popular. Um, I, I just think because people always want to want to go further in their career. There's so much opportunity in the Salesforce ecosystem to accelerate your career very, very fast. So anyone that has any career tips uh, for, for people is, is um, very popular. Um, certification content as well, always very popular. Uh, anything to do with getting a certification, certification tips, um, all of those. Um, yeah, th those I would say are the, are the kind of top ones at the moment. Um, yeah, career content though is always very popular. So, if anyone's kind of got that that type of content, I'd recommend doing a lot of that. Yeah, no, and I think you know some of the most inspirational career stories are you know probably like ourselves. We haven't had a background necessarily in Salesforce, and we fell into it, and that actually mm -hmm. you know that gives other people confidence to say, "Well, I don't need a techie background; like we can do this." And um, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it makes absolute sense. So I think in summary, thank you Ben for sharing. I think in summary, there's no <laughs> excuse, right? We can do this. <laughs> we can yeah. all share knowledge in different ways. Um, one of the things that sprung to mind when you're talking about different ways of, of sharing knowledge is clubhouse is the new kid on the block right mm. that seems to be the new way as well so you can just rock up you know ask to be a speaker um and share your top tips on there as well so there's literally no barriers is there um you know you could set up your own blog you could contribute a blog article you could turn up on clubhouse and be part of an event and offer some value there if you prefer speaking um you could put yourself forward for many of these virtual events in the in the Salesforce Ohana um, as well. So um, it's it's never never too late to start. We can do it, can't we? Yeah, great summary, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're doing a, um, I know this podcast isn't, isn't going out today, but we're, we're doing an, a series of events on Clubhouse with a 10th Revolution Group on kind of Salesforce career topics. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll probably be doing more of them um, after the, the following few weeks as well. So yeah, definitely a great medium. And yeah, thanks for mentioning that, Heather. Oh, brilliant. We'll make sure I get an invite to those Clubhouse events. I'd love to be there. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. We've been working with Dale quite a lot. Well, thank you very okay. much. Um, thank you to all the listeners for listening to the session today. If you enjoyed the session, please do rate and review it on iTunes. Um, if you want to find out more about Supermums and what we can offer in terms of training and careers, please do visit um, supermums.org. And, and of course, visit the Salesforce Ben website as well. It's um, Just remind people of the URL, Ben. Salesforceben.com. And my email is ben at salesforceben.com if anyone wants to get in touch. Awesome. And remember to check out the new book if you're interested in that too. Thanks very much, Ben. Speak to you all soon. Great. Take care. Cheers, Heather. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Mums on Cloud9 is kindly sponsored by RB in partnership with Emperor.